focusing on an emerging generation of kings. This morning, the Lord is going to give you light, direction, strength, capacity in the name of Jesus. So let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 from verse 7 to 12. I'll read that alone and then I'll like us to read together from verse 16 to 18. So many miracles. Hmm, it's the reliefs for me. P-Land, you have the outline. 2 Corinthians, alright. So I'll read from verse 7 to 12. And then I want us to read together from 16 to 18. Now we might consider that in another uh, translation. NKJV, I read the count of 3 to 1. If you're there, can you say amen? I'm just a little curious this morning, um, sound team. Why are the monitors so far back? Right, I feel like I'm hearing my voice from behind me. Yeah, shall hear a voice from behind you saying this is the way. <laughs> okay. Second Corinthians four seven to twelve, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard pressed. Where? <laughs> if you feel that, say I feel that. On every side. Yet, not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. Come on, somebody give God praise for that. What kind of fake praise is that? You're, some of you are praising from here you're praying from the tip of your tongue but let everything that has breath in other words let it be breathing deep kind of praise let it be guttural kind of praise you know I can't hear that kind of praise from your belly you've got to understand this you've got to understand this it said we carry in our body the dying of the Lord Jesus. But the reason we carry that is so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. For we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake. That the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. Mortal flesh. So then death is working in us but life in you i'll explain that later now let's read from verse 16 to 18 together 16 to 18 3 to 1 we read therefore we do not lose heart even though our outward man is perishing yet the inward man is being renewed day by day for our light affliction which is but for a moment is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory while we do not look at the things which are seen but at the things which are not seen for the things which are seen are temporary does anybody feel encouraged already It's important for us to contemplate the scriptures because the Bible says that they were written for our example. The things that we're going through, 
have already been experienced by people who lived here before us. They may not be in the, in the same context or the same manifestation. But look at your neighbor say there is nothing new under the sun. Please, if you can give it to us in the Message Bible, whilst they are catching up with that, let me read from the Message Bible, 16 to 18. It says, So we are not given up. How could we? Even though on the outside, it looks like things are falling apart on us. On the inside, where God is making new life, not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. Look at your neighbor say, I'm in manufacturing plants of new dimensions of divine grace. He said, on the inside, God is making new life. See, God does not just make life new, he makes new life. has given you brand new life has given you the zoe but on a daily basis there are expressions of that life so when life mounts pressure on you there's a different manifestation of the god life do you know what it says he said these hard times give it to me verse 17 now verse 17 media uh, message Bible, message Bible, message Bible. These hard times are somebody say potato, potato, porero, porero, all of them for chopping. Whether it's sweet porero or Irish porero or Nigerian porero, I'm gonna fry you and eat you. These hard times are not eating me up, I'm eating them up. Oh, I wish somebody is gonna die as good to see you this morning. I wish somebody's understanding what I'm saying already. He said, These hard times. Sorry, but no, I'm not sorry. These buari times. Where a loaf of bread is a thousand naira. These hard times where a bag of rice costs more than I paid for a year's worth of education in Unilag. Come on, somebody. Those of us who went to federal schools. You paid 15,000 or something like that, or 6,000 or 26,000, 6,800 naira. Now a bag of rice is like from year one to year three tuition. Look at somebody say they are small poreros. Some of you said it, but you didn't look. Some of you looked, but you didn't say. Dollar P say these hard times are small potatoes. <laughs> Compared to the coming. Ooh, I have a feeling tan, 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 that my life is already a good life. I'm not a black IP, but we're human beings. <laughs> I shouldn't prophesy, I should just drop it. I thought it was prophesy papa. <laughs> Compared to the good times, now he explains those good times, and he says that they are what? Lavish. Celebration. Prepared. Aketo, prepared. See, the celebration is already prepared. But God is using pressure to prepare the celebrant. God is preparing you for what he has prepared for you. How many of you know that when you're preparing the celebration, what, what are some of the things that you do? 
cook, you clean, you invite people. So in cooking, you chop up the yam or the greens or the peas or the caviar or whatever it is you're trying to serve. Then you, you set the tone. How many of you know that when you're chopping up the meat, the meat doesn't say, ah, don't chop me now. It's, it's, it's okay. How many of you know that? How many of you know that the green peas, even though they are fresh, they are not living. So they can say, mm, stop, don't mix me too fast. Right? How many of you know the one you're maybe putting the drapes or something, the drapes don't go, ah, ah, come down now. The nail is too hot. The glue is too sticky. But how many of you know that when God is working on us, we complain? So it's faster to get things ready than to get people ready. Look at anybody say, Are you hearing? Say it with African accents. Are you hearing? So the pressure is not just that things need to be ready. The pressure is that you need to be ready. Are you here, somebody? So in our text, we're going to examine a couple of things. It's going to be one of our primary texts for the next three or so weeks. I can promise you two Sundays and two Wednesdays. And if we need an extra Sunday, we're going to take that. But quickly, let's look at a couple of things. The title of the message for those who are wondering is what to do when the pressure is getting worse. Somebody's wondering, what's wrong with you guys? What's right with us? It's a trending sound on reels and TikTok and uh, I believe that is from a, a Ghanaian auntie. But it was made popular by a Ghanaian pastor in the UK, Charlie. Right, who used it in the middle of a message? I know the pastor, the name of the church is called Caris. I stumbled on him when I was in London, and I think they have a very strong discipleship culture as well. I've not seen a lot of their work in more recent time, but I saw this. I'm like, ah, this church, they are still on fire. Hallelujah. You know, they remind me of us in some way because we're a responsive congregation. So when they said that, then everybody just shouted. So we're borrowing that. It's not like we don't know how to speak English. We are borrowing that from the culture to be able to transmit the eternal truths of God, engaging contemporary lingo or lingua to push the word of God. So let's start with this now. What is pressure? A couple of definitions. Number one, pressure can be defined as the continuous, continuous physical force, continuous physical force exerted on or against an object by something in contact with it so it's a force but what makes it very uncomfortable and discomforting is that it's continuous it's pressure number two uh, if you want to go scientific it's the force per unit area the force per unit area so it is f by meter squared or inch squared or foot squared so the force per unit area right uh against the surface and many times it's exerted about uh, by a fluid uh, a fluid so gas or a stream of water how many of you know that sometimes when you're trying to have your bath then what happens is you are praying that as the water is flowing uh that the water will keep flowing have you ever been there before where this, ah, water is rushing what some of us live in those areas come on can we talk right now that when water is rushing you have to rush to have your bits it's not your bath is your baits because the h and the e might no longer be there by the time you get there anybody hear what i'm saying i want to have my baits <laughs> because sometimes as you stand under the shower some of you you've not learned the lesson the lesson is you have to use the soap in measures and portions and parts and not decorate yourself completely because if you apply the soap all over your body and then you stand on the heavens the lord send down the rain and then the water stops flowing and now filled with soap And you're trying to navigate the face may I slap you bathroom or bedroom. So what you do if you live in those kind of areas, you've got to borrow wisdom from the culture. 
apply a piece of soap around the body then wash your body in parts division of labor administration organizational skills look at your neighbor say it may sound funny but somebody's been blessed right now so what happens sometimes that the water is flowing but it's not flowing as fast why the pressure is not sufficient have you seen that before the pressure is not sufficient so that's a definition of pressure force per square inch or square area number three it is also uh the use of persuasion or intimidation to make someone do something i hope my scribes are dropping those key points on the groups and different platforms that's important because some people are under so much pressure that they cannot even write at this time because they are trying to make things right at this time so the use of persuasion or intimidation so people can pressure you into doing something so for some people here who have experienced a level of physical intimacy that they did not want to express initially somebody with coconut head pressured you into doing this ah no 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 i won't go all the way it's just the tip only the tip uh, look at your neighbor say i'm not even looking at you right now but god knows I say, hey, are you serious? Only the tip. Uh, I know um, it's the tip of the iceberg. Pressure, persuasion. Some of you, somebody pressured you into investing in a business you knew nothing about. They say, ah, this is you invest, invest in monkey tail. He said, What's monkey tail? He says the newest NFT. He says only monkey head. I said, said, this monkey has no head, he's only tail. And then you invested money in the tail, and then you became the tail instead of the head. Look at your neighbor, say, Don't smile because we might suspect you. Aha, aha, you see, you see me? yeah, yeah. Some of you were pressured because somebody persuaded you. You were pressured. Sometimes pressured to do something bad. Sometimes pressured to do something good. Some of you were pressured to play the game truth or dare. Uh -huh. Even though the truth was you were not supposed to be there. And then in one night of excitement, you told strangers more about your life than you have told your siblings about your destiny. Uh, look at your name and sing. Pressure. Pressure. They said, don't worry, don't worry. We're just going to the good beach. Uh, but can I tell you that sometimes bad things can happen at the good beach? Oh, yeah. And I don't want to use a disrespectful language, but I feel like rhyming with the B-E-A-C-H. But uh, I got to hold and look at your neighbor say, if you know, you know. So, so persuasion, persuasion and pressure. Number four, a pressure is also a sense of stressful urgency caused by too many demands, too many demands on one's time or resources. And I think that for most of us, this is actually the definition of pressure where there is such a, a demand on you, on your mind, on your heart, on your attention, on your emotion. Somebody say pressure. Look at someone say pressure. Say prayer. Say prayer. Scientists prayer has lost the show. It's just prayer. No energy to complete the word. Hallelujah. It's good to see you, PLT. You're at my pressure valve diffuser. Hallelujah. So pressure is a part of our lives now there can be good pressure and there can be bad pressure but nobody on earth is going to be pressure free look at your neighbor say i hate to be a bearer of uncomfortable news but i just want to assure you that none of us uh, will be pressure free say everybody is dealing with some kind of pressure whether it's positive or negative whether it's undefined or well defined whether it's discreet or indiscreet whether it's emotional or spiritual whether it's financial or academic whether it's as you or as you they go uh, everybody's dealing with some kind of pressure whether it's because of a breakdown a break a breakup or even a breakthrough how many of you know that a breakthrough can even bring pressure upon your life ask those who want even 500,000 on who wants to be a millionaire they were still aspiring perspiring and people were conspiring 500,000 half of a million but the next day because they were on television the requests came that's why even in this house there are people who've had big breakthroughs they ain't gonna tell you the figure uh, so that their bank accounts will become disfigured look at your name boy and say prayer 
It didn't start with adult life. For many people right now, their anthem is adulthood now. Scam. Some people feel like adulthood now scam. Others feel like adulthood now spam. Because they are receiving meals they didn't ask for. The remix. Boy, it didn't start with adulthood. It, it started from the womb. Do you know the people start putting pressure on you from the womb? That when your mother started showing, they said, ah, when is the baby coming out? Talk to me, people. Womb watchers who are projecting and extending, postulating from the womb. You are put under pressure. However, ah, we wonder whether it's a boy or a girl. Your gender was already under pressure. Somebody felt and you kicked ah, this one, this one, this one is a wicked boy coming out. <laughs> Pressure from the womb. Oh, we wonder who is going to look like. Is it going to have a big head like the father? Or a big nose like the mother? Prayer. Somebody say prayer. prayer. It did not start now. If there is any cause we're going to have to learn in life and as people that God is going to use or God is using and will use in greater dimensions is pressure management. Not pressure elimination because what most people are looking for is pressure elimination. There is not a thing like pressure elimination apart from death. It is when a person dies that there is no pressure. In fact, there is no blood pressure. His heart is no longer beating. But guess what? Even the maggots will put pressure on the body. Oh, come on, y'all. The corona. Not the guys from Corona College, uh, Corona School. But the corona, the guy in charge of the death will come and still put pressure on the body. If the person died under uh, unlikely circumstances, they do autopsy. The body's right, they will still cut it. Look at neighbors, there's no pressure outside of this flesh. Rather, tell the person there's no escaping pressure. As long as you're in the flesh. So say, learn to manage it. So you're there, prayer. Then you come out. How many of you know that you are born because there's sufficient pressure? So they keep monitoring the vitals of the woman to check out the level of the pressure. Because some level of pressure is required to get the baby out. Everybody is under pressure with the birth of something new. The baby's under pressure, the mother is under pressure, the doctor is under pressure, the nurses are under pressure, the midwife is under pressure, the final husband is under pressure, everybody is under pressure. When God wants to birth something new in your life, one of the vital signs is that pressure will increase. So the increase in pressure does not mean God has forsaken you. The increase in pressure means there's a divine agenda that is at work in your life and you need to be humble enough to say God I may not understand but I trust you I don't know who I'm speaking to but you felt so stretched recently and you felt so pressure who am I speaking to who did I stay up at night to pray for that you spent so much time under a lot of stretching and it's not because you are forgotten it's actually because you are remembered are we here now See, do you know the woman who's not pregnant does not feel the pressure that the pregnant woman feels? So pregnancy comes with pressure. When you're incubating God for your generation. When you're carrying treasures for dispensations you may not live to see. When you have a sense of urgency, I need to start this podcast. People say, why are you doing the podcast? You have only 207 followers. On all of your social media platforms, some of the three on Instagram, 25 on Twitter. Why? But you pray about it, you abandon it, you go, you shut it down, you go, and God said, Do it, do it, do it, do it. And you're like, God, who am I doing it for? God says, There is one person you're doing it for, and that person is not going to listen until your seventh episode. Can we talk? Pressure! It's a part of life from the father 
who has to be present for his wife and at the same time earn enough money for the family to the mother who wants to always look like he's got a, she's got it going on wearing a smile even though the children pulled out her hair and soiled her dress and kept her up all night without sleeping to the single person who's under pressure where the favorite song of the family members is when will you marry this year next year none of your business Now, this is a very bad joke, but can I tell it? <laughs> There's a story about a single girl, single woman. She was in her 30s. I didn't got married. And there's this auntie who had been taunting her for years and years and years. And auntie at the 80-something birthday party was like, eh, eh. So, all your mates are getting married. So, where will you marry? Auntie, all your mates are dying. so the baby comes out watch this the baby comes out crying and the baby's under pressure say why is he crying so much what do you want me to do i was in a clustered environment no noise pollution no air pollution no dj noise my eyes were closed come on somebody now you bring me into a new space and you want to monitor my tears. Look at somebody say, let me cry my tears. If you're a pastor's wife, please cry. You've never been a pastor's wife before, cry. What are you hearing what I'm saying? If you are a founder or a startup and you're trying to start up, the engine is not starting. He says, start up, start up is now stop down, stop down. Cry your tears. You've never walked this road before. Come on, somebody. What the baby does when the baby comes out of the womb is the baby cries because the tears don't mean I'm dying the tears means I am dying to what I used to know and I'm having to learn what I don't know yet and before I can use words to describe what's going on can I use some tears as eloquently as I can it's okay you see as you mature you begin to understand that you cannot feel people's feelings for them. The Bible does not say Jesus felt our feelings. said he's touched by the feelings of our infirmities. So the greatest high priest was touched by it, but he was not broken by it. The difference is an intercessor will feel it with you, but not feel it for you. Jesus felt it. See, Jesus died for you. He feels for with you, or he feels it with you, but he does not remove all the feelings. Because when he was, I'll show you a text. When he was in the flesh, he himself cried. Pressure! You're now team lead. You that used to come jejeli just to receive the word of life and go back. You're now team lead. So, uh, uh, Peter said we should do this. And your team, people think just teamless. People are coming to you with requests just because they see you holding the microphone. They think you have enough money to buy it. <laughs> Look at him and say, I feel you. Some of you, you've used drugs to sleep. When the drugs did not work, you remove the D. Instead, using rugs. Roll on the floor, you sniff it. <laughs> Please don't say how. People are going through stuff. Oh. Some of you are like, I'm going through it. I'm going through a lot. A lot is going through. I mean, in pains. Emotionally downcast. Some of you, you've not chewed proper leaves. And you think you've seen the worst of it. Sniffing gum. To at least think whether you inhale some stickiness. Because things are not coming together. I find your name. <laughs> Say prayer. The yoke. 
young couple navigating the tricky terrain of dealing with in-laws who act like outlaws. Marriage is sweet, marriage is sweet, marriage is sweet, yes. But you know, sometimes every sweet thing can come with a tingy taste. Just a tinge. It's still sweet, but nah. what hurts my teeth right now? Ever eaten something sweet and sour? You swallow it, it's sweet, but when it touches your tongue, initially it has a bite. Before you, you used to sleep, young couple, by yourself. You slept alone. Now you're sleeping with somebody, but the byproduct of sleeping with that person is that the person is a wrestler in the spirit and in the flesh. Sometimes he wakes up upside down. His feet are on the wall. Ah, now ritualist, I'm married. You see that? are you here or you marry someone like me who every now and again see like I don't sleep for long but when I sleep I sleep I am committed to everything I do very intense so when I'm sleeping I am I'm deep sleep feels privileged to have me for a few hours and then if I sleep in certain postures, I'm going to be preaching. I can snore. I can laugh. Out of sleep. Who's like me? Anybody like me? Sometimes I just speak. <laughs> like, are you away? Because how did you feel the first couple of times? <laughs> Why are you laughing? You're weird. In your dreams, are you okay? <laughs> the young couple navigating all of that tricky bent. The policeman who takes insult for a living, protecting people, and everybody painting him black just because he wears a black uniform, standing under the sun, maybe not of righteousness. <laughs> to the bus conductor whose armpit is thick enough to break seven sticks in a hurry because of the sweat soaked overgrowth and the characteristic stench that oozes modern flies on the go to the pastor who is wondering Am I really called? Or is, it, or is it a missed call? Because when I look at what the vision says and I look at right many of us our curriculum is too narrow i'll touch about i'll talk talk touch on that shortly our curriculum is too narrow and it's not something that you cost it's something that you were born into so some of the things that we need to learn are things like attention management knowing what to ignore it's major. I learned that personally about seven years. I started studying that when it occurred to me that the biggest problem in your life is not time management. The biggest problem is attention management because you can have one hour of prayer, but the qualitative amount of minutes you spend in prayer was actually 12 minutes because the remaining 58 minutes you're waving at somebody, 
a notification came on your Instagram. You trailed off into that for another five or so minutes. So many of us need to address like attention management, like pressure management. Are we here, somebody? So where or who is responsible for the pressure? This could be one of those four uh, entities who are responsible for the pressure. Number one, thank you. Right. Number one, God can be responsible for the pressure. Many of us feel that every pressure in my life, watch this, is because I'm doing something wrong. It's because I'm not doing something right. It's because the devil has to know there's some pressure that comes from God. I'll talk about that a bit later. How do I know? The Bible says in John chapter 9, there was a man who was blind. And as Jesus walked past, they saw the blind man. And the disciples said, who sinned? Was it this man or was he his parents? Because in their Judaistic culture, much like the African culture, we think that everything bad is based on somebody doing something bad. So we feel that bad people get bad things, good people get good things. But David already explained that away. The why are the wicked prospering? That means prosperity is not a reflection of righteousness. Progress does not mean integrity. Advancement is not the proof that that person is moral or moralistically astute or right. So they said, "Who sinned?" And Jesus said, "Not man. Nobody sinned." He said but that the glory of God may be revealed in him. So this man had been born blind from the womb. Imagine how many things he bumped into. How many things he tripped over. How many opportunities he couldn't take. How many environments he was shut out of. Come on now. Because of the glory of God. So it can come from God number two. It can come from the devil. The devil is called Satan. And it means the opponent. The one who is the adversary. The one who pushes against you. Satan. It can come from the devil. Number three. It can come from others. Other people. Anybody writing? Because some of you now look like you're just looking at me. Oh, it's too basic for you. Okay. No problem. We'll get to the advanced one. Why is it important for us to know where it's coming from? We need to know where it's coming from so that we can deal with it. Here's the deal. It is difficult to deal with the cause of the pressure if you don't identify the cause of the pressure. It's difficult to deal with the cause, the movement of the pressure, if you don't identify the cause of the pressure. So it can come from others as well. It can come from circumstances. Number four, it can come from you. You can be putting yourself under prayer. It's possible. You put yourself under pressure. And number five, it can come from life. Let me break it down. Let's break it down. Let's can we break it down? Ten actual sources now so i've given you who may be responsible but in what context 10 areas number one family pressure it can come from family how many of you have dads or moms that were driving you so hard you couldn't wait to leave home out of love anybody here they check your reports from primary three or something like that Integrated science, integrated science, basic science, 92, maths, 95, English, 97. In your mind, like, hey, I did well. I told your dad, ah, what's this rubbish? You had 97 in 97 in maths. The person that had 100, did they have two heads? The remaining three marks, what happened? Some of us, our families have put us under pressure. For some of us, our family name. Rotty or Morty, was she? In other words, remember the child of whom you are. So you have that pressure at the back of your head. It's like you're carrying an invisible rock on your neck. Your ogre is growing bigger by the day. Number two, friends can put you on pressure, under pressure. Every one of your friends, Japa. 
you're waking up to daily notifications of Adele's song. Hello from the other side. Daily notification. Your inbox, your DM is full. So you that you had plans for the agricultural sector of Nigeria. You've had it as a vision from 22. Now you're 27. You said, God, we can do mechanized farming from over there. God, let's recalibrate the terms and conditions. Number three, finances can put you under pressure. <laughs> that one is real. And let me tell you something, it's not going anywhere. So some of you, you need to go back and listen to portions. Wealth and riches. Go, some of you have not done what we say you should do. Print bank statements. Look through banks. Go back. Financial pressure is going nowhere. Go and ask Jeff Bezos. He paid, was it $28 billion? Because of divorce. Or $38 billion or something. Just check it. Right? It's not going anywhere. Bill Gates. Pressure. Financial pressure. Because at some point in your life is how to get the money. 200 and what? 160 billion. 160 billion. Divorce. Now, at some point in your life, your goal or your issue is how to get the money. Another point is how to keep the money. Another point, how to multiply the money. Another point, how to direct or allocate the money. The financial pressure will always be there. At the end of your life is how to give it away. Who to give it to? Which of your children? There's one that is acting fun. No, that's not your child in Jesus' name. All of them will be right. But for some people, one of them is acting funny. Five years, five months to death. But the woman is like, this one took care of me. This one that is acting crazy. It was the one that took care of me. 20 years ago. See, those are issues that you must have values in right. Are you getting that? If you think your 20s are tight, wait till you're almost 40. Then wait till you're 50. Are you hearing that? It can come from finances. Number four, guess what? It can also come from, it can come from faith. There's faith pressure. Like you're like, God, I believe you for this. I have a word. <laughs> I've received a word. God spoke to me. As I was walking in Pedams gave the prophecy. It landed on fertile soil. If only soils could talk about how much beating they receive from the rain you are praying for. Some of y'all didn't get that? The soil that produces your harvest takes beating from the rain. I hope somebody got that. Number five, pressure can come from fame. I noticed on my old IG account, <laughs> that's when I first noticed it. Moment my numbers grew beyond 10,000. Moment my numbers grew beyond 10,000, my DM request grew by like 200%. Pastor, I know you to be a man of God. From your messages, are very kind. And you understand life. My mother is in the hospital right now. Please, sir, send anything at all. Even though what we're looking for is 250,000. You receive those kind of requests three times a day. People that have never met you in this world calling you, you are my daddy. I've been drinking from your spiritual whim. Well, as your fame increases, for those that are like, I will be known all over the world. The small request you are getting in your department in Kings, you're already doing a wall. Are you are you seeing this now? Are we demystifying pressure? Oh, that word is putting pull on pressure, under pressure. To demystify means to expose it and to eliminate the complexities around it. Right? God, you I will be known across the nations. I receive visibility beyond value. You want to be known? Yet, you don't wait till the end of the service because you're running away. How will you be known when you have to autograph, write, sign autographs for 100 people? Are you, are you seeing this? Faith! Fame! The next thing is your future. Pressure can come from your future. Pictures, 
dreams, goals, imaginations, prophecies, apparitions, visitations, encounters, things that you saw, things that you conceived as a child, and you're like, based on what I saw, God, when? God, I beg. Even if you can send me money through, I beg. Number seven, frustrations. Tell every Nigerian that and they understand it. You pay for services and you end up with disservice. <laughs> Some mechanics can look like me and chronic. Frustrations. You pay for water and meet dry taps. You pray for internet. You pay for, sorry, you pay for internet and still have to pray for the internet you paid for. And I don't know whether it's because there's net and internet because it always gets caught. Buffering, buffering, buffering. You finally paid for Netflix. That's the problem. There's net inside that as well. At the major scene that somebody told you was what defined the movie. You're wondering if all our media has already taken over that because Lord Din Din. Then when you have slept, it's announced that play. Frustration. Number eight, pressure can come from foes. And we'll deal with this later because many of you are not aware that you have enemies. You have enemies. Now, not everybody has a diabolic witch woman that's carrying a brown calabash with red blood and snail horns and elephant tail mixed with the phlegm of a spider or some crazy tooth from a giraffe or the colored tincture of a tiger and the anus of a chicken mixed with whatever. Not everybody has any kind of dramatic concoction going on. But how many of you know that the enemy, can, the devil, can leverage the ill will of the soul power of a person and use it against you that when somebody who's envious of you begins to generate consistency in the words they speak against you particularly now they don't need to consult a witch a demon has been empowered why words give license to spirits and so there's tactical and strategic warfare battles you must fight whether you saw a visitation or not because there's a cloud of disfavor that has gathered over your life based on the priesthood of other humans. Why are they always happy? These king's people, they think they are so fine. They think they are so powerful. They think they are so gifted. What's even wrong with them? Are you seeing that now? That's why some prayers, some services are just prayer services. So we'll give more room to that. But beyond that, in the month of November, we're having SGQ. Metamorphosis. Foes. Paul said, I wanted to come to you, but the devil hindered me i really wanted to come but there was an opposition then he said the god god has opened a door unto me but there are many adversaries and yoruba some people will say enemy pojotalo i don't know what that means but it means enemies are more than enemies or enemies are more than foes or something like that or opponents right enemies frustration and sometimes you're like I'm doing everything right you're doing everything right but you're not reversing what they did wrong so even though you're walking in righteousness you have not dealt with the limitations the obstructions the complications in that space number nine fantasies fantasies some of your pressure in this world fantasia God I still believe somehow I know he's married I know. I know he's married. But Idris Elba, I've always felt that there was a thing between us. It's called delusion. The thing between you is delusion. 
Is the laughter for me? Come on, girl, bring it out. That's good stuff. Said God, God, I know my God. This God, you are more than able. You are more. I have seen in the spirits. Nicki Minaj will be saved. And I am the appointed husband. You have seen in the spirit of darkness. She can be saved. We we'll trust God for salvation. But that, that's the reason you want our salvation. So for some of us, our pressure is from fantasia. You're holding on to promises God never gave. Oh, can we talk now? How do you know a promise that God gave? Let me help somebody. Number one is going to be in agreement with the written word. God will not promise you somebody else's wife, somebody else's husband. It's going to be in agreement with the written word. Number two, there's going to be a deep sense of conviction in your heart. Number three, that word will be tried. To be tried. In other words, things will come against it, but your peace will remain unshaken. If it's a word from God. Number four, there will be witnesses from amongst many. At least two or three people in your biological or spiritual family or your covenant family will say this or that. Or a prophet from God or a pastor from God will say this or that. Hallelujah. There's still so much I want to share with you. Because what I want to then share is why is the pressure getting worse? But I need to close now. Why is the pressure getting worse? We're going to do an investigative analysis and I'm going to give you a list of different things but we'll continue in the second service. Let's quickly take a look at our text before I say a prayer and we close. Now look at what Paul said. Paul, does this list help somebody? So the assignment from this list so far is a practical and personal series is identify the top three in your life right now. Some of you can, you've already identified it. Who wants to tell me their top three? pressure future fantasy and family for somebody alright finances future faith beautiful people here future family finances frustrations who said that who said that I, lo- I love that that's nigeria every nigerian is on that even people that have money let me tell you go to ukoi those houses are what 400 500 million the road in front is bad i saw somebody in our area the other yesterday or two days ago he was driving is it a jaguar what's the other car close to a jaguar i think it was a jaguar very nice slick jaguar was one of those bumpy places the way the girl i said ah, ah. spent tens of millions to buy jaguar boys an antithesis to the name because jaguars fly even the animal this one looks like rats i sing <laughs> so identify that's what we're gonna we're gonna identify that in our text St. Corinthians 4, 7 to 12. He says, we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Why do we have this treasure in earthen vessels? That the excellency of the power, you can take a picture of this, that the excellency of the power, give the list so people can take a picture of it. The excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. He is saying that if the pressure was something we could handle, then people will say oh this guy you're so strong but the pressure is beyond what you can handle in your human capacity or human nature so it's going to take God's insurance to protect God's investments come on you don't buy a car watch this you don't buy a car in Nigeria and insure it in England getting ready to preach now so you buy the car in England and insure it in England you buy a car in Nigeria and insure it in Nigeria 
God said if I put my treasure in you I have put my protection on you so no matter what the pressure comes the pressure will meet me in storing my investments in you are you sure somebody high five your neighbor and tell that person you have divine insurance say it's more than Bendel insurance it's more than any kind of native insurance that is what Paul was saying give us the text what Paul was saying if you can give us the text in the message Bible from verse 7 the message Bible help us media the text from yes he said if you only look at us you might as well miss the brightness we carry this precious message around in an unadorned clay pot so when you see a clay pot it does not look commonly it does not look so strong it looks like if you drop it it's going to break are you hearing that it looks like it's so weak it's not colorful he said but we carry the message around or unadorned in the clay pots of our ordinary lives but that's to prevent anyone from confusing God's incomparable power with us this is the reason you go through a season of lack and loss in your life and people say how are you doing it anybody who was out of work for a couple of months and somehow you looked good somehow you were able to still hold your head high you were still working in the house of God and people were telling you you blessed me on Sunday and say what if only you knew if only you knew if only you knew how I dragged myself out of bed who am I preaching to if only you knew what it took for me to keep my mind together he said God's power is at work in you I want to announce to somebody the reason you came by this far is not because you have it all together but because God had it together even when you didn't have it together because God was keeping his eye on you for Job says the eye of the Lord never leaves the righteous can I talk to somebody can I talk to somebody can I talk to somebody give me the text don't move away from the text media and let people see the text he said if you look at that you will confuse God's incomparable power go to the next verse verse 8 he says as it is there's not much chance of that you know for yourselves that you were not much to look at not much to look at because everything you're complaining about right now at some point was a prayer point the job you now say i don't like any longer there was a time you were fasting that you'll be one of the top three called back for the interview if i'm talking to you shout back at me relationship you are now anxious over there was a time it was your best guy your best party are you hearing what I'm saying he said we've been surrounded and battered by troubles but we were not where are my commandos where are my combatants where are my fellow soldiers where are my winning warriors where are the, I, can't, I can't see them who are those who are sitting down let all the people who don't have the victory please keep on sitting down those who are not sure of the future please keep on sitting down those who don't know what tomorrow holds please keep on sitting down but if there's anybody right here you're like so many miracles I've seen you do for me somebody shout I'm not demoralized battered by troubles but we're not demoralized we're not sure what to do give it the next verse but we know that God knows someone say we know that God knows we know that God knows when no that God knows when no that God knows when no that God knows you know the truth sometimes we're not sure what to do because we've done what we know to do 
and it didn't produce what it used to produce but we know that God knows we've been spiritually terrorized Nigeria oh yeah you think the things happening are normal spiritually terrorized but God if you shout more when the devil attacks you than when God encourages you there's something wrong I thought somebody was going to be hollering on this one and possessing this promise not as an, a piece of information but as a personal revelation he said we've been spiritually terrorized but God hasn't left do you know what that means by my right by my left there's an old song we used to sing I said of a very big God oh he is always by a very big God oh I said a very big God then the treasure will waste the treasure cannot waste all this grace all this oil all this glory all this flavor give me the next verse I'm almost done give me the next verse what they did to Jesus they do to us trial and torture mockery and murder what Jesus did among them me look at your neighbor say I'm not Simba but I'm a son of the Lion King he watches over verse 11 verse 11 oh, our lives are at constant risk for Jesus' sake which makes Jesus' life Verse 12. served us the sweetest dinner some of your relationships stories started bad it's going to end sweet don't miss second service there's so much more so much receive bask in the glory receive strength receive encouragement receive hope 
for civil life. Receive that. Say, God, I believe you. Say, God, I trust you. God, I rely on you. God, I yield to you. Your life and me. There's one song God gave me many years ago in Barnex. Those who've been around will know it, but we can't sing because of time. It says, your life in me, I know who I am. Your light in me, I know what I do. I'm never lost because you are with me, my God. I'm never lost because you are with me. Thank you, Jesus. I pray strength for every weary soul. Every knocking knee receives strength. Every fallen feet receives strength. Every hurting hand receives strength. Raise your hands to Jesus. Raise your hands to Jesus. Draw grace, draw grace, draw strength. Receive it right now. Let God breathe over you. Let God breathe over you. Don't look at me, look at him. Let him breathe. Let him breathe over you. Let him breathe over you. Let him breathe. The burden has been lifted. Shavadi Kabatas. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. A rush of healing, a rush of glory. Father, let the joy well up. Let the joy well up. Let it well up with tears. Let it well up with a sound. Let it well up. It's a joy, joy. Hallelujah. Somebody give God praise and glory. gonna close the service but for those who can wait for second service please do that we're gonna go deep generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings to join this growing community of kings visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566 one more thing someone you know needs this Kindly share this now.